The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Welcome to. You're gonna dance. You're gonna dance, aren't you? Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and finding your way. Also with games. Yes. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. <laughs> and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we've got a fresh batch of tech news here to talk about. El Kaiser has a gaming update, and I have a hopefully helpful hint about using indoor maps. Nice. Indoor maps, not indoor plumbing. Indoor maps, yes. Not plumbing. Indoor okay. maps. Nice. Maybe a map to find the plumbing. But, nice. Uh, but first, some gaming news. Yes, gaming. Gaming. You gamed. I am gaming like a maniac. You know what I've decided to do? I think I might have mentioned this. Keep all your machines and just keep hiding them? Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm (laughs) going to do. I'm going to do a rotation. Mm -hmm. You you said the lazy Susan thing last week. That's exactly the idea. I'm going to do a little rotation. Actually, I'm probably going to take the PlayStation 3 Mm -hmm. and hook it up to a, a, a monitor by my desk. But anyway. It gets disguised as an external drive. No one knows. Exactly. But I realized... As much, and I, I, I'm not sure I mentioned this on the show last week. I may have, but I forgot to take my Dramamine when oh I'm dear. playing the games. You got the queezies? Oh, for an entire day I got the queezies because I was going buck wild. It's been a very long time since I've had time. And this was just 2D break. gaming. You weren't even having oh, no. 3D uh-uh. nope. things strapped on your no, head, right? I had nothing strapped on my head. It's just the, the Xbox and the PlayStation. I've decided that since I'm going to do the whole Ron Robin thing, the whole yeah. Lazy Susan thing, I'm going to invest because, of course, I'm an old school PC gamer. Yeah. And I was trained with the, the WASD, mm-hmm. you know, that type Both of deal. Both hands gone, yeah. Exactly. So I needed that. I really need that type of interaction uh-huh. with to, to actually enjoy first person Is this because of the muscle memory or is just what you're it's raised on? Absolutely both. It's actually both the muscle memory and what I was raised on. I gamed for a really long time before consoles even existed. You know, so the the idea here is that while a lot of games are perfectly designed for the controllers and I can play them, no problem, racing games, I can deal with those games. But when it comes to first person shooters, I just can't use the controller. Yeah, you were trained in a certain way to shoot. But of course, there's always an answer. Mm -hmm. Technology comes to the rescue. Did you find a piece of hardware that uh, fixed your problem? Ironically, I already had a piece of hardware for the PS3 that I had forgotten about, that was buried Ooh, in a closet. It was buried under a pile of Android tablets in the closet? Exactly. It's called a Frag FX mm-hmm. from Splitfish. I may have actually reviewed it on an old version of our show way back yeah. when. This Frag FX, they actually still sell a version for it. The company's called Splitfish. And, you know, I think it's about 99 bucks now, but they also sell a Frag Chuck. Frag Chuck. Frag Chuck. It's, that that sounds know, like a DJ name. <laughs> It's the nunchuck type style thing that, you know, it's like half of a controller for folks who were raised on consoles and want to play on their PC. Input device. Exactly. Exactly. So Splitfish is one of them. IO Gear makes uh, equipment like this. There are a lot of gaming pads and gaming like keyboards that you can connect to it. But the one I decided on was from Zim. It's called the Zim 5, I believe, but essentially it's just an adapter, a USB adapter. You plug it into your your device and via Bluetooth, you can configure 
the games that are, you know, that you want to play right, so with is... a mouse and a controller. And you can use it on a PlayStation 4. You can use it on a PlayStation 3. There's a lot of, you know, tweaking in- involved. I actually had to buy a gaming mouse because I only had cheap, crappy mice. But Yeah, well, those gaming mice have the high-speed laser and the ultra-sensitive buttons That's and exactly programmable right. and everything. You, yeah. you need all that stuff. You need all that stuff. So this is where I am. Yeah, now, did I remember when the Xbox first came out, low these many years ago, right. uh, there was some murmur in the gaming world that the controllers themselves were like slightly bigger or they felt a little bit different than the Sony and the Nintendo ones. Uh, Did did you find this when you jumped into Xbox world? Absolutely. There's differences between each, the Nintendo, the Sony, that you have to get used to each. Um, And even now we've got, we've dived into the Nintendo Switch. And now if you don't buy external, what they call pro controllers for the Switch, you have to use those tiny, Tiny little things Ooh. that slide off. You know, they're tiny little controllers in the shape. That's I just mean, a hand cramp waiting to happen. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I got to buy one of these big, gigantic iPhones because I can't use this thing. No way. So, of course, we ended up buying three of those extra controllers from yeah. the Nintendo Switch. So, yeah, there's a, a different feel on all of them. And I have actually tried the Xbox controllers on a PC because they're compatible. Yeah. I still can't get used to it with first-person shooters. So. Yeah, well, you were raised a certain way. You're going to go back to that. You know what? I, you know, I'm too old to change now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Why change? Frag as you were trained. <laughs> frag chuck. Yes. I want one now. I don't even, you know, do all that yeah, much. Yeah, you just want a frag just, chuck. I just want a frag chuck, yeah, yeah so I guess I have one. <laughs> so anyway, should we do some news? Yes, I think we should. Now, uh, as it continues its quest to own all entertainment everywhere, Disney has won approval from the Department of Justice for its $71 billion with a B dollar bid to acquire Fox's film and entertainment division. However, Disney, which already owns ESPN and I think ABC, like all those uh, networks oh, there, yeah. uh, has agreed to sell off 22 regional sports networks owned by Fox, so it'll shed a few properties there. Meanwhile, Comcast, uh, which was outbid by Disney the other week in this whole wooing of Fox's entertainment division, Comcast is not giving up. I guess they are shaking out the piggy bank and looking under around for the loose change. And they're also said to be considering private equity partnerships to try and raise a competing offer and maybe get a bidding war going here. Oh, boy. Yeah, so I've heard the the number 90 billion tossed around. Listen, Uh, Comcast, not for nothing. Back off. Back off. I want my X-Men Avengers crossover movie, okay? Yeah, so this is all about the, the superhero team-ups. Yes, and yes, thank you. Hello. Yeah, because uh, I guess Comcast is, uh, they're, they're still feeling, uh, you know, feisty about this. Yeah, okay, well. So so, so we'll see. Uh, they, I guess it'll just keep going up and up, and right. eventually someone will buy Fox. Twitter has added support for security-minded individuals who prefer to use hardware USB keys instead of text codes, you know, for your two-factor yes, yeah, uh, account yeah, yeah, verification. Yeah. I'm actually uh, looking into that. Yeah, it, it's it's another way, especially if you're in an area where you can't get text messages mm-hmm. or I know some people are also concerned about the safety of uh, SMS as a two-factor authentication method. Absolutely. So Twitter has now jumped into, oh yeah, you can use a USB key to, to prove yourself. Uh, Dropbox, Facebook, and Google also support secure sign-in by way of USB key in case you you know want to go that way. There's people to support you. I'm an audio guy. I carry around these audio dongles with me all the time. What's an extra one? Yeah, it's, it's going to be the janitor's key ring. That's here, right. You know, That's it's exactly right. Yep. 
Yes, now Facebook. Facebook, uh, I've heard of them. Yes, we, we haven't talked about them a whole lot lately, uh, yeah. but Facebook's relationship with the news media has been up and down the past few years as the social network experimented with ventures like trending news links, paying organizations for original video content, and other ways of directing clicks to journalistic organizations. We mm. know a few of those. Yes, we do. Now, But with the company starting to pull back on all of this, some news organizations are feeling the pinch of decreased traffic, and Slate, for one, is writing about it. Remember uh, the Slate side, I think, Mark? Microsoft originally owned them way back yep, in the 90s. They and sure did. They are an independent news organization out there reporting things. Um, and they're writing about how this has impacted their business in particular. The publication reports that it was getting 28 million, with an M, clicks wow. uh, in January 2017 just from Facebook alone. I think people were sort of very uh, animatedly reading a lot of news. It was around the inauguration. It was in the wake of the election. People were wanting to read as much as they could. But Slate reports that that number has gone down drastically in the wake of Facebook's shifting algorithm and perhaps a bit of political fatigue. So uh, Google has now overtaken the top spot as driver of readers to news websites. But publishers are feeling the drain from Facebook not uh, of course they are not feeding them in there. So ho- hopefully this will not impact too many people's bottom line. But Facebook, ever all up in your business, no matter what news you're browsing on the site, is introducing a feature for its news feed designed to help block spoilers of popular TV shows and other things you just don't want to hear about. The new tool is called Keyboard Snooze, and it allows people to basically block posts containing certain words or phrases for uh, 30 days. 30 days? Yeah, so if you don't want to hear Game of Thrones spoilers when it comes back next year, you can just have those blocked. All of this may be, you know, the 30 days could be long enough for you to get caught up on Westworld before someone goes and ruins it for you. <laughs> I got to start watching that show. I think it just finished the second season, uh, getting a lot of... I may want to do Stranger Things. First. Yeah, do Stranger Things and, yeah. and just block any spoilers of Stranger Things, even though the other series was out a while yeah, ago. But exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so Keyboard Snooze, that's from Facebook. Rumor has it that Apple may be getting farther up in all your media soon, too. Leaking Insiders told the information website that the fruit-themed company could be planning a single subscription service that would give the paying faithful access to Apple Music, digital magazines from the texture service that Apple just bought, the original TV shows we talked about last week, and who knows what else they have cooking yeah, there else they got. Uh, in their software labs. Well, they're going after Netflix, aren't they? Netflix and, it sounds like, Spotify and anyone Ooh, who's got kind of they streaming just, entertainment. Oh, yeah. uh, they just want to have like a super mega uh-huh. entertainment service. There you go. No comment from Apple, of course, as it does not do in these rumory situations. Uh, but I think the original TV shows that have previously been rumored for the spring or summer of 2019. So I don't know if this super duper streaming service mm. uh, will be ready by then. If it's even existing, maybe they're just kind of floating the idea, see if they can get anybody to be interested. And those shows, I mean, there's nothing that I'm even aware of. Yeah, they, they did a couple of that Planet of the Apps thing, which yeah, I think that was, that... was not particularly uh, memorable. Yeah. <laughs> we got was... excited about Sesame Street last week. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, That's about it. Yeah, so so we'll see. They're, they're definitely not in sort of Amazon Prime territory where they're doing oh, definitely like not. You know, Mrs. Mizell and those things that are winning awards. Yep. So, so we'll see if Apple can, can catch up there in the content games. And uh, on the hardware side, Samsung and Apple have made peace after a lengthy lawsuit war. The two companies have been punching each other in court for seven years in a patent fight over smartphone designs. That began when the late Steve Jobs got litigious on Android phones that appeared to copy his iPhone's design, and mm. Samsung was the biggest one there. Yes. Neither company has disclosed the terms of the settlement, though. I guess they just talked it out and and maybe they'll stop suing each other in the Ninth Circuit Court now. 
Wow, that's a biggie. They, they, it was a long time. So what are like, we going to talk about now? Uh, it, it was it was always a, a perennial topic. Yeah, exactly. But speaking of legal matters, yes. uh, the U.S. Department of Justice and other assorted federal law enforcement agencies have completed an undercover operation and shut down several illegal online shops on the dark net. This brought more than 35 arrests, and I guess it was $23 million worth of illicit goods. Really? Seized here, drugs and weapons were apparently the top sellers on the dark market. It's a party. Yeah, and uh, this bust, I guess, uh, rounded up uh, quite a few people selling both of those things and other things. And uh, did they wear fake mustaches when they did this? I, I don't know how it was. Uh, I, I it, like as cyber stings go, how yeah, they you know if they're online. I would put on like a mustache just to feel. Yeah, well, like, you never know who's going to hack your webcam exactly. and you know, see who you might be. So. That would be cool. Yeah, that there is a lengthy press release that I will uh, share with mm. our, our listeners out there for people who want to know the details of this bus. But this was, I guess, it's one of the larger. Yeah, and they they are going into the dark web to find these things. So Silk Road, I think, was just the beginning of this oh, yeah. kind of crackdown. It's still a murky world in the dark net. There, yes, it is. But also in pharmaceuticals news, yeah. Amazon has announced a planned acquisition of PillPack, a company that packages, organizes, and delivers a specific number of drugs to customers that they're supposed to take at designated time. So. I guess it's sort of like those little pill containers where you have one for like every day right, and then right, little right. compartments, take this one at one yeah, and exactly. one at five. Yeah, yep. So PillPack does all of that for people, I guess, so they just don't have to, to really focus on remembering to take their medication and how much they have to take. They just get this all sort of prepackaged. For so, a premium. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a service. So the customers uh, get these packages with a specific number of medications they're supposed to take at these uh, very precise times. Amazon didn't announce the financials of this deal, but they expected to close the second half of the year. So I'm like, okay, so Amazon into groceries now. Right. They bought Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. They've got household goods with the, the dash buttons so you can order right. things. And they've got their own branded line of Amazon products there. That is true. The television shows we just talked about here, uh, they're, they're doing their own there. It's like, what What else are they going to do? What's left? Yeah, they're, they're really kind of conquering gonna, all parts of life here. They're going to start selling electricity and utilities. And yeah, stuff, I'm right? waiting for Amazon blood transfusion. I yeah, mean, what, exactly. what, what's coming up next here? Amazon hospitals. Yes, uh, they haven't. They, and, well, you know, they've been doing more and more yeah. with the uh, they're not Amazon cars. No, right? I don't think so. Jeff Bezos Memorial. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, you never know. Yeah, well, you know, there's a Zuckerberg Memorial in San Francisco. So Is that I'm a surprised. hospital? Yeah, it's a hospital. Uh, wow. They, they gave a large amount of money uh, to it. Yeah, so, so I don't know if there's a Bezos uh, Memorial. I'm sure it'll be coming. Yeah. So, so Amazon, uh, they're get, getting into the pill pack. Wow. Also in Amazon News, it recently announced uh, its Alexa for Hospitality program that will put Alexa-powered devices into hotel rooms and vacation rental properties as a way to sort of bring the whole digital concierge experience to guests, mm-hmm. um, not everyone is perfectly at ease no. uh, with this idea. Considering they uh, tend to record everything? Yes, yes. It, to your point, precisely in wake of reports that at least one incident, a, a couple yep. was having a conversation and the Alexa somehow heard what it thought were the commands and mailed an audio recording of this uh couple's conversation to somebody's co-worker so nice a little, little scary i hope it was not anything deeply personal yeah exactly um so, so some people are like yeah i don't know about you know and you know alexa is we, we still don't know deep down what you know what it's doing there i mean i know you have one and you have a good relationship with alexa but yes alexa do you trust friends. her when you're not around or uh, yeah i trust her when I'm all right w- w- would you take her in a hotel room or Put her in a hotel room? For- no, if it's not my Alexa. Yeah, I, you wouldn't use a stranger Alexa. I wouldn't use a stranger's Alexa. Of course not. Yeah, so no. even if it was like Marriott, you know, here's your Marriott Alaska. And it's I'm gonna- not crazy. What am I, yeah. nuts? 
Yeah, and, and well, they say it's oh, it's it's so when you go into an, a nice hotel room, you can have Alexa like lower the shades or raise the temperature or order some room service because my hands are broken. Yeah, it's 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 a you know sort of an ease. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know, making life easy for you there. Oh boy. Now, a lot of people are kind of a little nervous about that. Um, but however, Chris Clifton, a professor of computer science at Purdue University who studies data privacy suggest that if you are deeply worried that you might be in a hotel room uh, with an Alexa and you think it's watching you or listening, muting or just unplugging the Alexa-powered speaker. And uh, he also uh, said, don't link your Amazon account to a guest no, Alexa, too. don't do that. Yeah, Come even on, if you want your personal just, stuff. Uh, look, you, you, like, totally whinged. You, you made a face just yes. thinking about it. It's yeah. Like, it's like, no, don't give don't your personal do credentials to that strange Alexa. That. You know what? Remember when we were kids? And we were thinking about like 2018, 2018. Oh, yeah. It was going to be like Planet of the Apes and stuff. You know, we, Not too late. We, yeah. <laughs> Not too late. But all I wanted was a flying car. Mm-hmm. I don't want an Alexa in my hotel room. I want a flying car. That's all I wanted. Yeah. I was like flying cars and like Jetsons, like a foldable Jetsons car. Although I understand that they're actually making something like that. Yeah. Well, I we're getting foldable smartphones soon, yes. too. So. All I wanted was a flying car, not an Alexa. Not an Alexa watching you sleep in a strange hotel room. No, no. See, now you're creeping me out. Well, yeah, plus people do things in hotel rooms that you really don't want the Alexa to be around. Hey, we're right across from one. Yeah. You know, there's Oh, yeah, that one with the no curtains. Yes, exactly. This is what I'm saying. Dinner and a show. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so... um, Podcast and a show. Yes, there you go. All right. But that's the solution. If you're scared of the Alexa in the hotel room, unplug it. Unplug it. Flying cars, please. Yeah. Just be patient. They're Too coming. Too much to ask? Well, they're working on the driverless part. They just got to get the uh, yeah, turbo okay. lift yeah, going. Yeah, turbo lift. Okay. Now, uh, Snap, always coming up with cool features for Instagram to steal, uh, has announced <laughs> that it's developing a gaming platform inside the Snapchat app. Wow, drop that mic. Drop the mic. Bam. I'm only looking at what yes, has happened in the past. Um, You're just dealing in facts. Yes, yeah, pure facts. So, so gaming inside Snapchat, and I guess Snap is working with at least one big games publisher on this project. EA. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes. That was a cheap shot. Just slipped out. Yeah. Uh, yes. So so they're they're uh, cooking something up here. Yeah, um, and they've already, I guess, been tinkering with augmented reality. Uh, and, and we've seen AR games and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and on the various platforms. Uh, so, so snappers might have something new for a little while until it gets copied. Of course. The British Broadcasting Corporation is replacing its BBC iPlayer, which is a uh, app for you know, streaming the various yeah, uh, yeah, audio yeah. content on the BBC site. This new free mobile app for Android and iOS is rolling out soon. I've looked. I haven't seen it in my the version of the App Store yet, but it's rolling out soon. It's intended to gather all the huge collection of BBC content under one user interface, including live and on-demand radio, music, podcasts, all of this just in a single audio player interface. And uh, like Google's recently announced podcast app, BBC Sounds, as the app is called, is supposed to learn from your listening habits and suggest other things that you may like to hear. I wish they would have given it a number. Really? You, you yeah, would... like BBC 18 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they, they I guess they only go up a certain number with their yeah, channels. That's true. and yeah, okay. BBC Sounds. Yeah, BBC Sounds. sounds I like groovy. that. Yeah. I guess, well, I, I'm sure they were probably looking at iPlayer, you know, because it's the, the whole i thing, except for iPhone. You know, that's starting to fall by the wayside. People are not having to put the lowercase i in front of things. So. Yeah, 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 I like it. BBC Sounds. That's yeah. pretty cool. So, so, so that will right. come around eventually. And uh, also, and finally, since and we finally. are talking about the BBC here, the new season of Doctor Who is headed <gasps> to the small screen this fall. In addition to the new 13th Doctor and the first woman to play the part, uh, the venerable show is getting an overhaul in other departments as well. It's a new showrunner. 
Uh, new showrunner, judging by a new teaser trailer and other promotional materials, would be a newly designed logo and graphics. Uh, and the TARDIS is getting a bit of a renovation. Somebody's well, already done a side-by-side of how please, uh, the exterior's please, changed please, a bit. Please don't tell me they put in pink. You know, it's not in pink. Oh, no, it's, it's still Christ. it's still TARDIS. It's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a slightly different color blue, but they are keeping okay, some good. things you cannot change. Good, and if good. they would have made it pink for the Lady Doctor, I would have just gone. No, I'm talking about like even on the inside. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the outside. I'm yeah, yeah, about... yeah. They, well, I haven't revealed the inside. I assume it's still going to be bigger on the inside, but I don't, you know, hopefully she's not going to have like, you know, teal and mauve accents and, oh. you know, taupe drapes and all that. But I know, we'll, we'll I know so many badass women, mm-hmm. like seriously, yourself included. That Thank you. I don't see why they have to like even sweat stupid details. Like yeah. That. It's like, just make it a functional yes. time machine. Yes. Thank you. Hello. Yeah. And don't worry about, you know, having a fern on the corner or something. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, so, so, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. I hope they do not uh, mess, uh, renovate the inside uh, too much. Right, um, right. But the outside is getting a little uh, touch up. And uh, the show is also getting a new sound. Murray Gold, who had been doing all the music since the reboot in 2005, has uh, stepped down from the show. He will be succeeded by uh, Sigun Akinola, a British-Nigerian composer who will be handling the background music as well as revamping the distinctive title tune with a new arrangement. Really? Wow, they're really changing it. Yeah. The, now, the one thing the BBC has not quite dropped yet is the exact date of the return. Right. They say autumn. I think people are kind of looking at October mm-hmm. uh, of this year. The last time we saw that, you know, the Christmas special and it was sort of the reveal of the regeneration from Peter Capaldi to Jodie Whittaker and then we're on the hook until uh, they decide to bring the series back. I think it's only going to be 10 episodes this season as opposed to 12 or 13. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to go with like the tighter storytelling. Um, Yeah, this last season was a little flat. Yeah, you you get you get the filler in there. I believe Alan Cumming, uh, the actor, uh, has tweeted that he had been cast as James the First in an episode. Really? So, so there's little bits uh, popping out here and there. But uh, who's the companion? They've announced the companions, and I can't remember off the top of my head. I think she's got two. Oh, okay. Um, but I'll, I'll link to the BBC site so people can uh, read the background. But it, it's definitely shaking up the franchise in many ways. Yes, um, I liked Peter Capaldi. I, I mean, he, he grew, grew on, on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still going to be loyal to David Tennant as the Tenth Doctor. I mean, he was always the uh, Matt Smith. Ben yeah, Smith. oh, you're an so eleven. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I, I kind of he really the the way he played that character and he was so innocent at first, and then he you know, like so goofy and yeah, it, yeah. He it, had it a less malevolent side to him because yes, David Tennant could be he dark. Could dark. Yeah. yeah, he could go dark, which works. Yeah, I mean, because the whole point is it foreshadowed everything that happened later on. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's nice to see those two actors have moved on. I mean, Matt Smith was playing Prince Philip in The Crown. I guess he did two seasons of that, and he's on to something new. And David Tennant was uh, in uh, Woman on Spoil. But he's been associated with Jessica Jones, and he's been doing all kinds of stage things. He's the bad guy. Yeah, so... uh, Damn good bad guy. Yeah, so so we we wish them all well, and and I'm just kind of excited to know when Doctor Who's coming back. Yeah, exactly. I just want flying cars. That's all I want. No, you can get a flying police box for, you know, at least for fictional purposes. Nice. So that's about it for the news. For anyone out there who wants to know more about all the things we talked about today, you can find it at poptechjam.com. Up next, let's talk about maps. Let's talk about maps, baby. Let's Ooh. talk about you and me. I'm going to have that song in my head for there the rest of the There you go. Yes. There uh, you go. 
Maps, maps, maps. Maps. Now, we all know there's a ton of delightful mapping apps, Google Maps. Apple Maps has gotten better as it's progressed. Bing, I guess the Bing site does maps. There's various third-party maps. So lots of maps if you need to find your way, get navigational directions, see where you're going. The problem with GPS-based stuff for the longest time was that the satellites could not find you indoors. Right, they could not. There was always this, uh, the the way that the satellite network is set up, which I didn't know that there are actually uh, 31 functioning satellites as of this moment. I think they lost one recently, but the GPS system that the government runs and the public uses for free. What What do you mean they lost one? I, well, I think it. You can't just slide something in like well, that. I, I, th- I think it went kaput. Um, it did, it fell to the earth. No, I think it's just orbiting. It's just non-functional. It's just out of control, like spinning to a fiery death, and it's going to take us all out. Uh, maybe it's Duracells just ran down. <laughs> I, I think it's it's uh, physically not aiming for us, but okay. uh, all right. Fair but enough. they have thirty-two, and now the government website says they only have thirty-one operational satellites transmitting those radio signals to receivers on the ground. So uh, now it's space garbage, basically. Yeah, it'll it'll hopefully it'll get recycled properly. Nice. But um, but uh, yes, yeah, so, so GPS. You know, the, there's this network of satellites, and in order to pinpoint your location, you need to have uh, at least four more satellites uh, find your receiver, and then they use geometry to calculate the three-dimensional position of the Earth's surface. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's how it finds you. Um, and it's accurate, I think, up to 16 feet, according to government standards. Wow, that's uh, pretty well. When you're out there. But the problem with GPS is the satellite signals have to be able to reach you if you're underground in a parking garage or indoors with a lot of construction materials between you and the sky. Signal gets lost, same thing, in tunnels when you're driving through. And when it's cloudy. Yeah. So, so And, and trees and other uh, natural uh, structures can also block GPS signals. Get rid of all the trees. Who needs trees? Come well, on. I think that's happening soon enough. Okay, but, uh, okay, yeah. enough. Um, but so, so people have been looking to this idea for indoor maps, like how can we pinpoint people, triangulate the positions indoors, and the way they're doing it now, uh, and this is also bringing the whole indoor mapping thing uh, to a much uh, higher level of use, is mm-hmm. they are incorporating things like Wi-Fi network data, Bluetooth beacons, radio frequency identification systems. I think they can use cell towers to some degree and even dedicated hardware by the place you're visiting, like if it's a museum exhibit or a store. And so all of this is sort of bringing the signals indoors. And so they're finding you based on your phone with things that aren't uh, circling the earth. It's it's more ground-based. And then they they can take a picture and then I can flail around my hands and ask the computer to enhance. Yes, the license plate. Yes, that's yes. On the car, three hundred. And you have that big away. dining room table size yes, computer. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Yes, yes. So, so, so that, that that'll be coming along too. You'll be nice. able to find yourself in the mall. Flying on the, cars. The giant, yeah. Flying cars. Soon. 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 Good. I think it's just an engineering thing <laughs> they got to work out. Yeah. So, so all of these indoor maps are getting a little sort of faux GPS love, if you yes, will. But yes. they're they're getting uh, indoor positioning, as they call it. And uh, because of that, it's sort of moved the indoor map thing up from the sort of static floor plans. And maybe you've got a mm-hmm. flight tracker app that you just want to find out where the good restaurant in the airport is. Right. And a lot of flight tracker apps will give you airport diagrams. You could find these things for malls and uh, other large places. But Google and Apple uh, in particular have really been kicking it up with the indoor mapping. I was looking at the Apple Maps of the JFK airport here in New York the mm-hmm. other day. Mm-hmm. If you go in there, you can say, look inside. You know, if you're just doing a, an outdoor look and you tap it and it shows the interior of the terminal, where these things are, they're really making an effort to go through and find these. Some of them even have the the indoor street view where you can sort of see what the uh, area looks like indoors. Do they have a little car drive through? The, the- uh, I don't think – I think they probably had the backpack, dude, oh, you know, walking around. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know if the, if the Google car that – 
I love finding like Google Maps where you can see the shadow of the cars that drives yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a little Easter egg. I told you last year the thing was parked on the corner of my street for like a week. Really? And it, it did not get its cameras out. ripped out. No, it did not. It was freaking me out. Was though. it pointed at your house? It was, was it like watching? right in front of my window. It was freaking me out. What what did it want? I don't know. It just disappeared one day. All right, so I'm going to look up your address on Google Maps <laughs> and see what it saw. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, but... Uh, a lot of blurred faces. Yeah, but, but it's moved on. So, um, But but for people who, who want to try some of this, if you never thought to say you're in the Mall of America in, yes. in Minnesota, I, I'm lost in here because this is the biggest mall in the world. Scary. They have an indoor amusement park I've in that mall. I've been there. Yes, yes it's, it's huge. There. You can oh, yeah. find a map of the mall on I your phone. I actually got on a ride in there. Really? Yeah. I got on a, like a, it was like a, it went all the way around the park. It's pretty crazy. It's, it's a large temple of commerce there. Yes. And it has indoor maps. So in case you get lost in there, which is very easy to do. Very easy to do. You can find your way out with a map. Yep. A lot of museums are incorporating them. Uh, The Metropolitan Museum of Art, for one, you can sort of look at your phone and say, oh, I need to go to the Egyptian wing and it shows you how to get there. The navigation works in some cases uh, if all the signal stuff's coming together. And uh, airports, there's, I think Apple has a huge list of airports uh, that it has personally mapped uh, for Apple Maps. So so it's getting uh, much more uh, intricate uh, there on yes. the inside of, of the building as opposed to the outside. And by intricate, you mean creepy. Well, creepy like, oh, they, they know I have to turn here to find yes. the bathroom. Yeah, yes. it's, okay. yeah, I think it's just basic. I think they're sort of taking blueprints and just kind of going from there. All but, right, well, I'll go with that. But you add the floor plan, you add, oh, I can figure out where you're at here. You can see yourself in the museum. It's like, oh, I have to go up a floor and down the stairs to get to where I want to go. And then you got a guy with a backpack and a bunch yeah, of cameras yeah, strolling Yeah, yeah, through. following yeah. you around. Okay. The one thing that they are also uh, very keen on with this indoor positioning is say you're in a store mm-hmm. and uh, these Bluetooth beacons and things and they sent you there. They can uh, shoot coupons at you as you're walking through. They see where you're going through the store. Hey, maybe you want to buy this. It all comes down to advertising and commerce. So, so there's and a sale the angle. Other shoe drops. Yes. So, so that is another reason why indoor positioning is sort of a hot topic, uh, because it. Can, I see what you did there. Yes. Nicely done. Yeah. So, nice so, uh, so there's that. But if you just need to find the really good steak burger restaurant in the airport, and mm. you don't know, it could be helpful. It could be helpful. Yes. So I have a, a post about this uh, with some background information on how GPS works and uh, the the ways that the different uh, map sites are using indoor mapping and positioning. Uh, and, and that'll be on our show page. But this was just a little hopefully helpful hint, like, hey, you don't know where you're at, and yep. you get lost in Heathrow, or you can't find, if you happen to be in a mall, because there's so few of them left, but you yes. happen to be in a mall and don't know where you're at, can't find the directory map, look at your phone. That's right. Maybe someone has mapped it for you. That's right. Make sure you got enough battery. Yeah. That's yeah, right. definitely keep keep your batteries charged. That's right. And, and, and so that that's just why a little hopefully helpful hint. Triple H. Yes. Triple H. H. Yes. And with that, we should probably meander on. I think uh, we should. We've meandered long enough, right? Yes, we, we meandered a few places. Well, we, you know, we heard, heard we got your gaming, you yes. know, uh, update. I'm, which... I'm all in. I'm back in the gaming world, folks. You know, y'all are going to get sick and tired of me talking about gaming, but you know what? Tough. Yeah. Because this is the world for me now. Mm-hmm. I am all in. Do you have a, a favorite Xbox game yet? Not yet, but I'm really liking Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that it's my favorite just yet. But it's the one that you are finding the most pleasure in yes, so far. absolutely. Absolutely. We should thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they will build it. And they're based in Uruguay, who happen to be 3-0 and in the World Cup. Just saying. Yeah. Just, just saying. Yes. As of this record. Yes. So, uh, so, so hopefully they'll go on through the next round. Yes. Um, we'd like to thank the listeners out there, each and every yes, one of you. Thank you all. Yes. Thank you all. 
and even if you're not in Uruguay. Yes, we'll yeah, wherever we'll you're at, if you that. just found us on the new Google Podcasts app, or that's maybe the right. BBC Sounds, that's or whoever. Right. Thanks for listening, and uh, until next time when we are back with more. I'm JD Beersdorfer, and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Before we go, do that goal thing like that. Goal. No, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's a New York version. <laughs> you know, taxi exhaust. I love, I love soccer. All right, everyone, have a great week. Bye. I can get you there, I bet I'm the map.